proceed there. Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and Dungeon Master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today we have... Daniel, playing Chad Fleet. And Cahill, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle, playing Tarajax Heiko. We have no fan mail, so who wants to recap what happened last time? Well, we got Desmond back on the ship, and we headed off to meet up with the gnomes at their secret location, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have arrived at the the gnomish strike base that is getting ready to take out the Valor of Jux. And I think we made a pit stop at Dying Gaia and did all That was all two the... episodes ago, I think. That was two episodes yeah, that was, ago. That was before we ran around and got Desmond. I yeah. thought we made a. I couldn't remember if we made another stop there to, and that's when. Nope. I think so. You know. Straight from the Eversea directly to Gnome Fair Base. Enough. So we got ourselves an airship to kill. We got yeah. there, and it looked like nothing was there. So we dropped down, and actually there was just like a. It was like camouflage cloaked, yeah. and there was actually a big, massive like forward operating base set up and then i believe uh i i may have misinterpreted this when i was uh participating in it last time but to me it sounded like the big cliffhanger stinger was that the valor of jux showed up early no it it was showing up on time i was okay I, i wasn't sure if a couple days had passed or not yeah, no, everything okay, is... Yeah, so we spent a couple of days prepping. Yep. Um, we put cabling on the tree ship to ground it against lightning attacks, and I worked on a disguise for, like, a Juxian military uniform and other... You know, like, I reread the code manual, and then uh, I believe the gnomes made, like, a disturbance to lure the Valor of Jux out away from the city. Mm-hmm. And, now the hunter becomes the hunted well and and we were given strict orders about the plans and how we're not supposed to go anywhere near the elementals as long as everything goes smoothly but you know plans Uh, never survive first contact with the enemy mm -hmm. so then so the valor of jux appears um if I recall correctly, you grounded Teliferous. Or attempted yes. to ground Teliferous. Yeah, we got a and, big cable. And Teliferous is supposed to be used as a distraction. Correct. Oh yeah, we got a big cable to use as like a grounding. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, the, the Valor of Jux appears on the horizon. And you hear... Um, uh, sort of low-level, it's almost subsonic uh, tone began playing through the Gnomish encampment, uh, which is, of course, concealed by illusory terrain. Uh, upon this tone going out, um, several buildings appear as if by magic uh, several hills over. 
and gnomes begin to move very rapidly to various pre-determined battle stations, most prominent of which are a series of gnomes wearing uh, particular uniforms very reminiscent of wizards' robes, uh, because they are, in fact, wizards' robes. Um, <laughs> and there are several several regiments of these gnomes lined up at various uh, various blocks throughout the encampment, um, nearby engineering crews are spinning cranks that cause, um, kind of, what are those called? It's like a hangar door, but on the ground and it opens up and, you know, like, oh, like the, a silo. Yeah. Um, so silo, silo doors start to open as these cranks are turned, uh, and the wizards all begin reciting the same spell in unison and as they do ornithopters begin to ascend up out of these wells in in great swarms uh can everybody make a perception check for me yeah and then i have a question about our oh i got a one um (laughs) i i think in this case i am 12 dumbstruck by the sight of the valor of jux just in every sense of the word yeah that that makes sense um 24 okay 19 fall rock well apologies 12 uh yes so everybody other than terajux notices um that the actual like where where there would be a pilot in these ornithopters there appears to be a straw dummy with like little pincher hands um oh my god war has changed that is is being animated by the (laughs) battalions of gnomish wizards so each of them is animating a bunch of like scarecrows that are operating the ornithopters for them um and each of these different flights of ornithopters has different colors attached and you can see that they have different weapons mounted on the front um, Panona Humplebumple appears in your general vicinity uh, and says, alright, time to go. Um, I salute. If you have your own means of getting up onto the entry point of, of the Valor of Jux, great. If not, you'll want to uh, requisition some ornithopters to take you up. I, I figured... Um... I was going to ask a little bit because we had a couple days to kind of go over the plans here. Yeah. Um, my assumption was that the group was going to be ferried up there on like a transport ornithopter or something of that nature. I just wanted to like, is that something we would have gone over? With, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. That's something like... you would have discussed. Okay. Who's, so, who's we, staying... so we probably got like an ornithopter ready. Who's okay. staying on the ship to pilot it as a distraction and on the guns though? The captain. Yeah, we never but, really. But someone that. else has to be on the guns. Captain can't do both at the same time. That's... I can't at great mortal peril. Yes, <laughs> Desmond is capable of running multiple systems, but it does like pose. A, well, a I also don't think the water strength. guns would be as effective on. Well, Valor just... Well, the ice. Remember, the ice yeah, he can also. All oh, right, ice. I forgot. The... 
Yeah. And also recall that the Valor of Jux's main weapon is electric in nature. Um, I guess my thinking is that Desmond doesn't really have to use the guns very much because it's not about actually taking down the Valor of Jux from the outside. He's just running interference. So I think like a couple squirts with the water gun and then just flying around is going to be all that's needed. Um... Yes. Unless somebody Anoma to... wanting us to attack it at much with our ship. That's that's not the impression I got. The the function of Teliferous is to provide keep the eyes of the people on the Valor of Jux from seeing the infiltration squads that are entering the ship itself. <laughs> so yeah, at least some like yeah, some shots every now and then. So these sure. these ornithopters that are going out are are there to engage the glider core that were stationed on the the Valor, and also again to serve as a distraction from the infiltration teams. So maybe taking out the glider core, even rather I, than. The... I was going to. I have something for that. Um, much as it pains me, uh, my my thought here would be: we're looking for something flashy, and what is flashier than lightning? Um, I should go with Desmond aboard Teliferous, and as we are taking off, I'll fire off a couple dozen lightning shots, and that will absolutely get their attention and make them focus very solely on Teliferous, and then I will leave Teliferous and fly over to catch up to the Ornithopter that's transporting the rest of you. And then, uh, you know, if we have to break through the glider flank or whatever else, we can do that then. How, I guess it's like, how far away do we want the uh, Valor of Jux versus Teliferous standoff range to be? Because if it's less than... Or if it's about 500 feet, I could fire off some shots and then Dimension Door onto the ornithopter with the rest of you. Does any of this sound I don't think it's pretty close. Yeah, are we yeah. I don't think I don't think we can get that close. I don't think we want it that close. Okay. But that, um, that like that'd be a direct hit on Teliferous every time I feel like. Well yeah, but he's maybe. saying like if we're if the rest of us are on an ornithopter and he can dimension door to the ornithopter I just don't know if we want Teliferous that close to... Oh, to the Ornithopter, yes. But right, not right, right. Not to the Valor Jux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, th I think that's a good plan, where the rest of us are all uh, yeah. ready to ready to board rather than uh, manning the ship. Okay. Uh, in that case, I run off to Teliferous with Desmond, and everybody else can... I, we have a helicopter ready, I'm sure. Sorry, yeah, an ornithopter. Let's board our ornithopter. Yep. Shock troops, load up, and, uh, and then wait for, you know, the shock troop to, to do its job. <laughs> yeah. The first couple chords of Fortunate Gnome start playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Right. You board your ornithopter. Uh, your pilot is a, a grizzled, grizzled old gnome uh, with many, many scars, <laughs> who acknowledges your presence with a, a surly grunt. And as soon as everybody's on board, uh, you take off. 
um, this is a stealth ornithopter, so it's only mildly deafening. Um, and you fly towards the, the Valor of Jux. You see there's another transport ornithopter, um, heading towards, uh, the tail end of the massive airship. Well, you are heading to the, the midship section, um, and there is carnage. There is carnage going on everywhere around you. There are uh, straw man ornithopters firing blasts of, of fire and ice and electricity at hapless uh, Juxian glider core pilots. The glider core, of course, is responding uh, with some custom mounted um, crossbows, which are new Terrajux. They didn't have these when you were when you were a member. Oh. Um, they Sweet. are capable of being fired and reloaded via a series of squeeze handles on the the glider uh, handlebars. Okay. Um, Teliferous drifts ominously, and you can see that there are kind of bolts of energy um, traveling up several of the. Uh, kind of metal rigging along the Valor of Jux and appear to be concentrating at the front as though it is indeed going to fire, you know, kind of a large wave motion gun in the general direction of Teliferous. Um, so, I will need Captain Desmond, who is piloting the tree ship, to make a dexterity check. Uh, it's a 15, because my dex is negative 1. Okay. Does the ship have a different dex or anything? Or does he have a different dex for for when he's piloting? I am... I, I thought about making up, like, different stat blocks for Teliferous and how, you, you know, things would be modified and such, and I was like, that seems like a lot of extra steps. <laughs> It's or not like I would know it. how a better dexterity would work anyway. Yeah. So you managed to uh, prepare some fancy maneuvering, um, you know, tilting the tree off of its perpendicular and so forth. Um, and this bolt of energy at the front of the Valor of Jux comes to a head and then is released. And there is a terrible sound uh, like the air itself is splitting. You manage to take a glancing blow on Teliferous's, uh kind of inherent magical shielding. Um, all of the ornithopters shake and stop in midair for a moment. Not, not long. They do start to drop. Um, just like the shockwave that came off of this was so powerful that it literally knocked them briefly out of the air. Um, Do the gliders seem affected by this? or The gliders uh, take advantage of this. Um, they're clearly coordinating with somebody on the ship because they all turn to face out and away from the Valor of Jux and use the shockwave to kind of ride forward. Uh, and accelerate very rapidly towards wherever they're pointing. Mm. Um, 
And in point of fact, uh, your transport ornithopter does not appear to be recovering. Uh, and you look at the, the pilot's seat, and uh, he is either unconscious or dead. Oof. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I will grab the controls then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so... I'm the most gnomely sized. That's, that's true. So, Falrock wedges himself into the the pilot seat um and we'll come back to that in a second terajux what are you up to so i can change the width of this cone i am most interested in targeting clusters of gliders that are about to make attack runs or things like that um i guess uh, can i do a perception check on the airship first and see if i see any like exposed components or anything that looks like, what is the layout of this thing? I've just been picturing kind of the, like, the big airships from Avatar The Last Airbender with, like, the exposed catwalks. But um, it, it, this is, like, a rigid hole. Yeah. You know. It doesn't, it's not, of. it's not powered by hot air. Okay. Because it's powered by magical elemental suffering. Right. Um. I'm trying to remember if I had, I think I, I, maybe I did a, I'm pretty sure I had like a shape for it. I think it was like a crescent moon oh, or, or okay. some such. It's been a long time. Uh, but if there's uh, like obvious levitation runes or anything like that, um, I'm trying to, you know, keep those in mind. Uh, um it doesn't no uh the military industrial complex of jux is very cognizant of putting giant shining weak points on the exterior of its structures (laughs) sure there's no no thermal exhaust port well i mean i've i've literally seen the blueprints would i have would that give me any insight into uh where those not specific weak points but like where vital systems were located uh it would and the vital systems are by and large contained within like you have the outer hull you have materials and supplies stored in the outer hull then there's an inner hull and then a series of chambers inside the inner hull that contain things like the bridge and crew quarters um weapons control and at the very center is the quote engine room which is where the elementals are actually imprisoned yeah okay also Um, our goal right now is more so to get on the ship rather than take it on from the outside i think i'm just gonna keep the keep the beam somewhat tight and fire at a couple clusters of gliders um, not like not singling out individual ones because I know I can kind of reduce the damage but make it widespread. I want to disrupt them more than I want to individually atomize them. Uh-huh. These are still, you know, my people. Um, and while that's going on, I, I'm keeping my eye on uh, this this tail spinning uh, ornithopter 
So I guess I would almost say, yeah, no, I'm going to ready an action to uh, Dimension Door to the Ornithopter and take control if Falrock <laughs> isn't able to pull it out of the spin. Okay. That's, that's much more important than any... So I'm just going to shoot wildly. Like, I've, I'm going to aim up into the air, basically, and fire off a couple rounds to make it look flashy, but mm -hmm. I don't actually care about uh, hitting things with this. Okay. Uh, the performance? That... Sure, go ahead and make a performance check. Uh, that is going to be a total of 22 on performance. <laughs> okay, uh, you do some very flashy lightning things. Um, Just shoot them right past the window of the, you know, the bridge and... Well, the bridge doesn't have windows. Oh, oh, interesting. They... It's like I said, contained within two layers of hull, and they have um, like four or five wizards, clerics, etc., on the bridge at all times, casting divination oh, and arcane eye and that sort of thing. So it's projector screens. Would would the Teliferous's anti scrying field have any impact on that? I I would say probably not because they're not trying to scry the Teliferous. They're scrying okay. like what's immediately outside the ship. Sure, yeah. Okay. Um there's hmm. I'll have to think about that. Anyway, uh okay, so you do the thing. Falrock, I am going to need you to make a what are you, isn't there there used to be like cart driving as a skill. <laughs> Um, I don't, I think it's just proficiency in, like, a type of vehicle, and then you... Yeah, the animal handling. It's, <laughs> an ornithopter <laughs> is not an animal. Uh, um... Uh, gardening? That's the one. That's the Acrobatics. one. I think, because the ornithopter controls are unfamiliar, we're gonna make this a sleight of hand. I apologize. Dogs are very upset after thunder. Ah, mm -hmm. yes. But okay, sleight of hand. Uh, yes. Uh, that's a 15. Hey! Okay. Uh, you managed to assert some level of control over this ornithopter, pull it up. Um, you think that if all goes well, you will probably be able to get the ornithopter up to where it needs to be. Um you don't think that you'll be able to land it in a graceful fashion. Okay. I mean, as long as I keep us airborne until the person that knows what's going on is here. I think it's all right. <laughs> Do we still have our stealth, or does it look like any ships are going to be targeting us? Or any any of the gliders are going to be targeting us? Um, it It does appear... Make a perception check for me. A uh, total of 15. Okay. Uh, with a 15, you can see that a trio of gliders has broken off from the main engagement with the, the Gnomish Ornithopters um, and is heading in, in your general direction. All right. Is there a... Is there any sort of window or anything that I can poke out of to yes. fire upon these things? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to be ready to do that. Okay. Or should I? Just, or can I just go ahead and do that since I've 
pinpointed these guys. Uh, I think I think you could you could go ahead and do that. All right. Uh, I'm just gonna shoot an. Exp- are they like in a pretty tight formation? Yes. All right. I'm just gonna. Terrajux sh- is going to counterman me and be like. Gliders would never be in a tight formation. <laughs> no, no, that's uh, that's classic Juxian doctrine. Uh-huh. All right, well, good for them because I'm going to shoot an exploding arrow at the middle one. So, mm-hmm. I would imagine that like Juxian glider doctrine probably doesn't have a lot of stuff in place for air-to-air combat because most of their opponents would be on the ground. Like yeah. Aldrax doesn't have an air force. Well, That's w- wars change. Wars change. War so. changed. Uh-huh. Uh, twenty-two to hit. Woo! That does in fact hit. Yes. All right. Uh, that is going to be eight damage on the arrow, and then uh, they need to make a deck saving throw. Oh, or I guess all, all of them. <laughs> all of them. 15 DC. I get to play with my shiny new Renfair dice. Okay, Uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, Only one of them succeeded. We'll say the one on the left. Okay, that would be 13 fire damage. Okay. Uh, So you managed to absolutely destroy like the pilots probably not dead probably pretty severely injured but the actual gliders themselves are in a state um so two of them uh immediately start spiraling down towards the ground the last one uh, manages to rest re-rest control of the glider uh deploy the fire suppressant system um which is it's just like a little bit of water that is in a capsule on top that kind of sprays out which does an okay job it's not you know i like 66 percent efficacy jux is not very concerned with aerial fires maybe they should be <laughs> um and continues on a on a crash course with you, um, and you see them squeeze the handle of the glider, and the crossbows start firing uh, back towards the window that you are currently hiding behind. What's your armor class, Leyland? Yeah, uh, seventeen. Okay. Oh, that does just manage to hit. Uh, and you take six points of damage as a, a crossbow bolt um, kind of thuds into your shoulder. Then the glider swoops past you and is now heading for the other stealth transport ornithopter. Well, now it's, as... now it's a real fight. We've got Punctures and palements. Yeah, Leyland's been go. injured. That's how you know it's a, a real Alchemist Club encounter. Yeah. Well, as as it's going away, um, I do something else or no? That depends entirely on what you're about to do. I was going to do something new, but 
Okay, go for it. All right. You see, like, uh, kind of like Layla in the palm of his hand, like, uh, like kind of like tentacles of shadow start to form and just oh. shoot out a beam of crackling, like, shadow just shoots out from it towards the mm-hmm. glider. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. Yeah, that'll, that'll hit for sure. All right. He takes seven force damage from the shadow energy smashing into him. Uh, there are, so the shadows hit the glider, um, and where they hit the glider, there are just holes um, when the shadow is gone and and the glider tips and starts to head down towards the ground as well. No longer able to keep itself in the air. Uh, Desmond, give me some fancy flying and maneuvering. What, What kind of a show are you putting on for the Valor of Jux? Hmm... It's more of like a misdirection kind of thing where I'll point one way and like shove the engines another and like Tokyo drift around. You're going to do a crazy Ivan. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. uh, Go ahead and make a dexterity check for that. Right. I crit succeed. (laughs) Like a a leaf on the wind. This is why we needed old Desmond. Yeah. Crazy. Like. You know, the Quilla Desmond wouldn't have like been up for the crazy maneuvering piloting. The Teliferous is dancing in the air. Um, simply, it brings a tear to my eye. Honestly. You think you hear Abba playing in the background? <laughs> <laughs> That's very appropriate. Um, the there are gliders that are kind of attempting to. Uh, swarm Teliferous. Uh, Desmond manages to swat some of them out of the sky with the tree itself. Um, there's another blast of the wave motion gun, and it doesn't even come close this time. And yeah, we we return to our transport ornithopter, currently being piloted by one Farrock Donkill. Uh, you're getting closer. You are almost there. Um, that second blast knocks the controls out of your hand, and I'll need another sleight of hand to see if you can reassert yourself. Sure. And the the second blast, the the shaking Farrock starts cursing. Um, that is a fourteen. It's you're right there. You're bare. Okay. You think. Not even you think. So you you pull the controls and you're you're wrestling with them, um, and the kind of hanger that you're angling for on the valor of Jux um, is is coming up real fast, and you manage to bring the body of the ornithopter up to where it can get in, but not the landing gear underneath. Oh, so you hit them. Uh, and they kind of shear the transport ornithopter almost in half. Um, I need everybody in the transport ornithopter to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh. 
abandoned ship. You might not have a choice in the matter. The ship might be abandoning you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said Dex? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, 19. Okay. I crit. Okay. I believe that leaves Falrock. Do we lose him to the dogs again? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm back. Okay. I need to make the save as well? Yes. Okay. Well, my save is fine. My save is a 28. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the Ornithopter hits the deck. Um, the sudden stop causes the three of you to be ejected uh, from the the seating area. And you all manage to do really cool flips and, and tricks in the air before <laughs> landing in your favorite pose uh, inside the hangar. <laughs> Wait, wasn't uh, Jarejuk supposed to dimension door into the ship? Yeah, at Missed some point. Yeah, I... Things changed when the motion gun fired. <laughs> this this was the right call. Chet is crouched with a, uh, a hand or a, a fist on his chin and his head tilted to the side. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Paul Rock does the standard superhero landing. It is uh, hell on the knees, but yeah, you know, still looks great. <laughs> so, you... and as he's jumping out, just disappears into a shadow and then just walks out of it. <laughs> Total reset. Yes. Yep. Yep. You are now inside a hangar. On the Valor of Jux. Um, you look around and you can see that there are rack upon rack upon rack of um, kind of glider storage bars. Things where they would just kind of hook the glider up on and can be retrieved for easy access and preparation for flight. Um, oh, so there are some we gotta. We should move fast. Uh, permission to smash. Well, I, I look this around. Isn't, this isn't our objective. This isn't our objective, though. It makes their job a lot safer out there if these gliders are broken. Well, the gliders. Are they actively launching from here right now? Or no. yeah, no, or no, did no. we just? This is just an obey. Okay, all right, all right. No action. We'll keep it, well, make... more so. Also, it's going to draw attention to us. The three yeah. of you make a, a wisdom. Or an insight check for me, please. Okay. 13. 18. Oh my god, natural one. Chad is fascinated by the like, idea of... Chad smash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me smash. <laughs> the, the idea yeah. of something else being able to fly is just too much. Despite having known Tarajux <laughs> for a long time now. <laughs> Well, a third thing. Yeah. Only only two things in the world are allowed to fly. <laughs> Eric Cochran's and Derajugs. <laughs> and Tree Chip. Three, three things. Four things. Three, four things. <laughs> only five things can fly. There's a somewhat limited list of things that I would allow to fly in the space near me. It's we, you think can, about flying. You can divide everything in Ched's world to the fly and no fly lists. 
Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Chad has a no-fly list. <laughs> I'm not on the no-fly list, though. That's an important distinction. I'm on the Juxian no-fly list, but for other uh-huh. reasons. Yeah. It's just his casual likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's on the no-fly list. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, Frank's red hot sauce on my eggs. That's that's no on the fly list. So, Chad Chad's physical form is kind of rippling as he restrains the urge to just go potentially literally ape on all of these things. <laughs> um, yes, Falrock and Leolin, uh keeping a more level head. You notice that it looks like there aren't any gliders left in here, um, and based on what the gnomes told you about um, the Valor of Jux and its capabilities, you think that they've deployed all hands to the gliders, and they are all currently out dealing with ornithopters. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 on the pri- I on the, the prize, Chad. At the We're empty good, hangar, realizing that there are no gliders hung up and <laughs> and still promises very low... I will smash. <laughs> there will be smashing. Mark my words. We succeed. If we succeed, all of this stuff will get smashed. So okay. So it doesn't matter what I do. <laughs> yeah, it's just smash now or smash later. License. All right. License received. Uh huh. Permission to smash granted. So but one thing. Where's Terrajux? Captain, permission to leave the vessel. Permission granted. All right. I would like to uh, just kind of jump backwards out a window, my arms outstretched. And uh, what happens here is as I kind of kick off and start flying towards the Valor of Jux, um, one thing I can do as a storm sorcerer is change the direction of the wind in a 100-foot radius sphere around myself. Uh, Joe, as a former glider pilot, I would know the exact wind conditions that are the most dangerous or, like, most disruptive to these gliders. What I want to do here is basically, as I'm flying along, I want to bring this sphere of control with me, and then any gliders entering it are subject to this wild turbulence that blows in ways they can't possibly anticipate. And causes them to stall or tumble or otherwise be uh, rendered out of the fight. Uh, how reasonable is this? I I think that's probably probably okay. I think I'll allow that um, because you do have have a good idea of buoyancy and air currents and that sort of thing. So your sphere of influence. Um, Whenever, whenever a glider enters it, it will it will rapidly lose control. Okay, and then I'm just going to uh, double move sprint towards the Valor Objects. So that's uh, fly speed of I think I have fly speed of sixty. Oh no, it's probably thirty. Uh, so that's sixty feet per round. Just just trucking along, um, keeping my eyes out for. Uh, if any of the other transports are being harassed or anything like that, I'll kind of veer that way and try to intervene. Sorry, but run I, that. I start flying towards. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. start flying towards the Valor of Jux as fast as I can, 
while keeping a watch for if mm -hmm. I see like a gnomish transport ornithopter that's under fire, I will veer off that way and try to drive away the gliders. Uh, there don't appear to be any other transport ornithopters on the field at the moment. Okay. So you just you just kind of zoom on through, um, leaving s gliders scattered in your wake. Okay. Um, so are the the three of you on the Valor of Jux um, going to wait for Terra Jux, or are you going to press on? We should wait for Terra Jux. I, I like, shadow, up, you know, go through shadows up to, like, the nearest, like, door, or if there's multiple doors, I just want to, like, kind of check, like, see what's ahead of us, make sure there's no need sentries or any, anything you know get an idea of what what's ahead uh so the the nearest door is a completely sealed metal um like submarine door with no windows so difficult to see what's on the other side um there isn't like it's it's perfectly flush with the frame they were very could precise I, engineering this. Could I feel any like footsteps running past or hear anybody talking? Uh, make a perception check. Okay. 17. You can feel the thrum of the quote-unquote engines. You can feel vibrations running through the skin of the ship. Um... You can feel something that could feasibly be footsteps uh, kind of further out, um, possibly above you. It's a little hard to tell. The space, the, the way vibrations move through the superstructure of the Valor of Jux is something you're not used to and makes it hard to interpret the signals. Mm, mm. I'm also disgusted at the the general... What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, unnaturalness. Uh -huh. The uh, it's it's disgusting. This entire ship and what it's fueled by. Yeah. So yeah, I, he's a Chet's a little distracted. Splendid. But nobody, it sounds like, is running at the door, trying to open the door, coming in soon. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like anybody's on approach to this particular hangar. And we'll just guard it until Terrajex gets here. Which I assume is very soon. He does fly pretty pretty quickly when he yeah, wants to. I'm zooming. I got a nice tailwind. Uh huh. Um, shall we shall we sing happy birthday to pass the time, gents? Can you feel the ship powering up for its next attack? I feel a thrum, but it's not. I don't think I got any consistent oh, I, or different. <laughs> Allow me to answer the question for you. Um, <laughs> as you are waiting for Terrajux, all three of you feel um, an incredible uh, surge of energy. Your hair is all standing on end. Uh, Chad, your feathers poofed out. Um, as... The, this energy courses through the Valor of Jux and blasts off towards Teliferous again. Can I get another 
dexterity uh, saving throw from Desmond. That's an 11. Okay. Um, so here's what happens. Uh, you are not able to, to dodge Teliferous out of the way this time, and the force of this weapon um, briefly overloads the elemental shielding that the Teliferous has in place, and you get all kinds of angry notifications and warnings <laughs> on your heads-up display. Uh, Terajux, as you kind of look over your shoulder at this, um, taking a a moment's thought to adjust your trajectory after being hit with the shockwave. Um, you see um, that the the trunk of the Teliferous now has that... I don't know if there's a specific name for it. Um, uh, Lichtenberg figures Ooh, yeah running down the trunk of teliferous um and then you can see on the wire connecting the the ship to the ground crackling electricity that when it reaches the ground causes a tremendous explosion of uh soil and stone and debris um Oof. so we probably don't get a second one of those yeah you'll be you'll be very lucky if you do well, my wonder was just like if there was enough of a us feeling it, or even if Chad would feel it even a little bit earlier that he could warn Desmond through sending or something. I mean, so just it's, prepare it's to dodge from the nose, like the like you can see it charging externally. I think the issue is that it's it's a lightning bolt, so it's it's very quick. Yeah, I was just trying to think if there's any way we could somehow help him i think we gotta just get to the bridge the bridge yeah, yeah. how big are the hallways well we can we got we gotta figure out how to get through the door first i at the hangar yet <laughs> uh terajux you arrive at the hangar i skid to a halt in the hangar um my superhero pose is like crouched down a little bit with like lightning flickering off me and i i'd look up stride towards the door and just point at it and say Leyland, let's pop this thing open <laughs> Okay, it's uh, pretty, it swing it's pretty sealed up. It opens into the hangar, so towards you. So the hinges are on this side? Yes. Okay, I I just rather... Can you do anything about that? Falrock, I'll freeze those over if you want to give them a blow with your gauntlets. We do not have time to be standing around. <laughs> the rest of the party's just like playing Go yeah. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As, uh, um, as this is happening, I'm opening my backpack and changing into my like disguised Juxian officer clothes. I, I love how you do this, cap. even though none, none of us have disguises. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. It's fine. All right. It would be suspicious uh, if we had a dwarf anyways. Like, I'm going to try the blast that I use, the, the blast of shadow that I used on the, uh, on the uh, glider guy. On this, because it's force. Uh -huh. So, just going to give it a try. Do it. Uh, total 16 to hit. Yeah, that the door does not have a very high armor class. And that is 8 damage. Force damage. Okay. Uh, you managed to shear off 
uh, one of the hinges. So that will and help. Then I will frostbite the other one so that Falrock can deal it a critical blow. Sure. I'm just going to hit it with a hammer. Uh, yeah, that's a 14 to hit. That'll do. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Gotcha. Uh, 11. Uh, you take the other hinge off with a crunch um, of, of shattering metal, and the door swings down uh, in, in your general direction because it opens inward. Just flattens Fine. all of us. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, you each take 500 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, so hallway, there it is. Um forward. I um I immediately start striding out there with a tall and purposeful Juxian military posture and I say, Leyland, shadow me, pun intended. Everybody else stay back one corner. If you hear commotion, come running. Okay. Got it. And uh yeah, I just I move down the hallway with that mix of panic and purpose of an officer you know i'm i'm like a middle ranking i'm not a you know commander of anything but i'm not a you know rank and file uh i'm moving with purpose but i am very clearly alarmed at what is happening to this glorious vessel and this glorious nation gods bless the nation of jux Mm -hmm. and uh if i bump into anyone i will attempt to uh hoodwink them okay um you managed to make it pretty far through the the twisting hallways that you studied on the blueprints um it seems like for the most part uh everybody who is going to be out of their appropriate stations would be glider staff and they are currently you know in the air um as you approach the kind of set of doors that marks the entryway into the kind of internals, the guts of the Valor of Jux, where all the important uh, kind of rooms and systems are, hmm. um, there are a pair of guards stationed outside this door. Okay. Uh, I walk slash jog up to them, sounding ever so slightly out of breath, and snap off a crisp well-rehearsed salute to them, and I say, Ammon, there's been an incursion on the starboard side. We're running out of forces. We need you to reposition over there and shore up the uh, the bulkheads. Uh, make your deception <laughs> check. Will do. I'm rolling uh, my eyes in a shadow. <laughs> that is going to be a 28. Let me roll my dice and see what happens. <laughs> You know, not I did roll an eighteen, but I they do not have plus ten on insight. So <laughs> that's uh, that's the thing. Uh huh. Um. So, uh, they they look at each other, um, and they snap off a crisp salute and uh, exit the doorway. Okay. Um, and I assume I sent them down like a different junction at a T intersection. I, I would hope so. Bump so. directly <laughs> into Fall Rock. Yeah. Would would hope so. Yeah. I, I would hope that you do um, that. Um is the door locked or, uh, like, or is it like is it closed right now? Or were they guarding like an open door? 
it is closed. Um, you don't know if it's handle. knocked. Is there like a like a wheel handle like on a submarine door or? Yes. I I turn the wheel. Okay. Um. It it spins. Oh. Uh. We enter into the the inner sphere of the Valor of Jux, then. All right, I open it and then get shot a bunch, but, you know. Uh, inside is a hallway um, that leads to kind of a three-dimensional space. This is an interesting setup that the, the Juxians have, have developed in here, because the interior systems, the rooms... Uh, with the exception of the the engine room, are not actually built and attached to the main superstructure. They are kind of suspended on a series oh. of rails um, in order to help deal with problems of momentum shifts and to keep um, everything kind of where it needs to be when the the main gun fires it's less oh, of a problem now but when they were originally developing it there was so much kickback uh, that having stationary rooms made uh, life very difficult for the people inside them damn that's really cool <laughs> uh so the space that... oh it's evil ah. <laughs> how dare they the space that you have entered uh it resembles kind of a vast auditorium or cathedral or uh, a stadium with uh you know obviously the top covered um and there are half a dozen uh rooms kind of suspended on tracks hanging in this space and at the very center uh the very very core of the ship with a single um kind of visible access point is a spherical uh, structure that is um, just kind of hanging out there and it's attached by a metal tube that goes to the very back of the ship hmm okay interesting um do we step out onto like a catwalk or are we on the floor of this vast cathedral or what's the like yeah, so you, you step out on the ground floor, um, and there are ladders to either side of you uh, leading up to catwalks. Okay. Um, it looks like that these chambers are kind of height-adjustable as well, um, and they are all currently kind of stacked up against the ceiling. Hmm. Okay. Um, are there a bunch of other like soldiers or lookouts or anything here that would prevent Fall Rock and the others from coming in or is everybody just in their little control spheres it looks like there are guards out on the catwalks as well mm. okay how many uh, are there any you... like visible markings on the command pods or anything that would indicate like which one is for what purpose or uh there are but they are not you know, kind of big enough for you to see from the ground floor. Sure. How many does it look like are are in here? How many guards? Yeah. Uh, there are at least 
I'd say a dozen. There's at least two per um, chamber, and there there may be more that you can't see just based on the size and how the room is structured. Is the tube in that sphere, which I assume is like the bridge, like the actual command center? Is it big? And is the tube is that the only exit entrance from that thing? It is fairly large. It's about 50 feet uh, in diameter. And that that tube that goes to the back is the only entrance, yes. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm just going to start climbing up one of these ladders towards a catwalk. Uh, it takes me a moment to remember how ladders work. And then I uh, I just set off with a grim look of determination. All right. I think we'll probably stop there, actually. Um, made made good progress today. Let's see. How do I do outros? We had, we had to skip last <laughs> week, so I've, I've forgotten everything. Uh, I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for another thrilling D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on any podcast hosting platform of your choosing. Uh, so tell your friends, leave a review, um, say something nice. We love to hear from our fans. Uh, our socials, Matthew. Find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today are Daniel playing Jeff Lee. Cahill. Playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Layla. Waffle playing Tarajax. Thanks for joining us.